Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dussault. Today's episode is going to be a little different. This show has been around for about two years, and I've had guests, and I've had people I've been talking to, and lately a lot of interest in starting a podcast. So I figured with my background and experience that I would do a crash course episode on how to start a podcast, what you need to do to launch one, and anyone can do it. doesn't matter how old you are, what equipment you have, you can start with something as easy that as a phone. So, yeah, where to start? So, what genre do you want? Is it going to be fiction or nonfiction? What's the subgenre? Do you need a co-host? What topic can you talk about endlessly that people want to listen to? Generic topics are tough, but if you can put a spin on it and make it unique, then you're doing something different. Something that's not the same thing out there, like uh, them beer podcasts or a lot of the self-help podcasts or politics. You can make a, a niche topic and cater to a smaller audience If you go this route, perhaps push your content out on multiple platforms. That way people come to you for your niche topic. This can be YouTube videos, podcasts, blogs, books, and social media. Ask people what they think you're good at. Create a business plan. Title of the show should be something easy to find. I recommend one word titles for your podcast. So my podcast is called Perpessence. It's one word. It's unique. Make sure you're able to purchase the domain name and URL. That's a tough one. I had a I had a list of names. And I would search it on Facebook, YouTube, on Google, just to see if it's taken or anything really, really close. And I purchased the domain name once I came up with a name and created um, accounts for each social network or social media. That way no one else can take it. It's already taken. Even if it's, there's nothing on it, that way it's, it's, you claim it. The title can be your brand or you can be your own brand. That's what I did. So Perpessence is my umbrella. But people come to my content because they like the way I think the way I go about things and that's why I've been branding myself 
So, for example, like on Instagram, I have my own account, and I do a couple different things, and I release it all on that account. And Perpessence is just my umbrella. This is where everything's going to go under. So if I have music, that would be a one section. I would have films, that would be another section. Uh, short social media inspiring videos, that would be another section. The podcast, Perpessence podcast, other podcasts I do, books. So these are all different little sections under my umbrella and it all just kind of leads to perpessence and it's uplifting entertainment is what it is so really work on your brand and what you want it to be about so you can make a mission statement what what are you trying to do set a launch date Decide how many episodes you want recorded before you release the first show. I, re I recommend having at least three episodes recorded. What I did is I created or I recorded a whole season before I launched. That way I knew for sure that I was dedicated, that there would, if there's a hiccup, I have backups. And I could start working on the second season while the first one's releasing, one at a time. Design a logo or hire a professional to, to design the logo. I hired a professional. You can do it yourself. You're going to have to be savvy with art. Or even you can take a picture. There's a... Um, there's a show on YouTube called Good Mythical Morning, really good show, funny, and they took pictures of like food and drink and this spelled out Good Mythical Morning and it was really, really low budget, but it was creative and unique and I really liked it. So you could mess around with that with pictures and that can be kind of like your logo. Set up all of your social media accounts you plan on using before you launch the show. I recommend focusing on one social media platform. So I do have multiple accounts, like a Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, but I focus on my Instagram. I have been using my Facebook lately. But whatever gets more traction and whatever you feel you like more, just kind of Put more energy into that, especially if you have a day job and things you're doing. If you want to have guests on your show, do a massive search for potential guests. I like to search hashtags on Instagram on the topics I like to discuss and find people that way. It is much harder to convince people to come onto the show when they don't know anything about it. And it's not even out yet, but some people will do it especially if they believe in your vision. This was a, a tough one for me, to be honest. I wanted a guest on my show. And then I became really picky. So I would do an intense shirt search. And it was, that's, it's a lot of work of itself. You can go on Facebook groups, 
podcast groups and ask around for guests, and a lot of them are already podcasters. So you can do that. You can go to universities. You can search online. You can mingle out in public. Your friends, family, people at school, people at work. Uh, what I, I was really picky for a while, and I would have top-notch guests. And I'm like, I got to keep it going. And now I like to have anyone that has a story and anyone who I can conversate well with. So I do a, a phone call, kind of interview first, see what's up, see how we click, see if we have chemistry and can hold a conversation that's entertaining. So we do that. And it's like, okay. And then I, I'll send an outline or questions or kind of like let them know what how it's going to be. And then we record. Then after that, I ask them how they felt. And they share the episode, which is nice with guests if they have a good following and really support your vision. Hopefully they share. Sometimes this does not happen. So that's why I kind of stopped going after people that have a big following because they'll record on the show and then not share. Then it's uh, only kind of benefiting them, you know? So it at least I got a good episode out of it. But yeah, tr really try to get them to share your episode. It's kind of important. Because it's kind of like a give and take kind of thing. So, yeah, go find some guests if you want some guests. It could be anyone. As long as they believe in your mission, your purpose, your vision, what your show's about. And they like it. They have to, like, they need to check out what you are and like it. Not just like, oh, I want to be on a show and don't even know what you're about. And do your research on them. Know what they about, they're about. Because if they're uh, very controversial and that's not something you would like on your show. Because once you have a bad rep, it's basically over. It's hard to get out of that. Especially when you're first starting. Decide how long you want each episode to be. It could be 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, half hour, hour long I would try to go for an hour is what I did hour long episodes and lately I just I've been around for like two years so now I kind of stopped that and I just want it to be as long as it can be as long as it's entertaining so it could be 20 minutes an hour and a half as long as it doesn't get off topic and really boring you can have a format for this show. So there could be segments, there could be seasons, there could be a mini-series. So people like Radio Lab will have a one to three part little series or you could have a whole season based on one topic or like episodes that relate to that topic, like an area, area you are recording in or we want to cover the human psyche and there's a whole season on it. 
Uh, you could just do each episode just kind of of its own thing, and it could be released every week. You could release every quarter, like just drop your season, kind of like Netflix or a TV show would do. Have an elevator pitch about your show. Imagine you have three floors on the elevator to talk about your show. It's not very long, 30 seconds if you're lucky. So you need to really like hype up what your show is about. Who's on it? What do you talk about? What's your purpose? Where can you find your show? What I did last time I did this, I was at my brother's wedding and we were looking at the uh, wedding pictures and like talking, talking, talking. And then my name was brought up that I have a podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I have a a podcast. And it's uh, it's about uplifting entertainment. And I interview people around the world, like hippies, mountain climbers, uh, hypnotherapists, uh, religious studies, and how we can apply that to the everyday person's life. And she's like, oh, cool, cool, I like it. And I said, where's your phone at? She's like, oh, I'll get it real quick. I'm like, let me see your phone. <laughs> and I typed in Perpessence in the Apple Podcast app and subscribed. And she saw that it had five stars, and she's like, oh, wow, five stars. I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm going to check it out. Cool. And that was it. That was the last thing I did to... uh pitch my show. Do you want your show scripted, unscripted, or mixed? I make an outline, and usually I riff off of that. That way I can stay on topic, pace, and sound authentic. I also script important things I want to say, or well-thought-out topics that I want to spend a lot of time on. Like this right here, this this episode is scripted and I riff off of certain things I want to elaborate on, like such as right now. And I usually I'm scripting things that I have lists that I don't want to miss. So having a podcast, you kind of need all the ingredients to make the final product. So that's why this show is, is scripted. I like to call myself a free thinker. So when I do a lot of my episodes, I just have like bullet points and I like to go deep in thought and really just expound on that. Decide what podcast platform you want you your show to host on. So a podcast platform is is like um like a website that your podcast is on where people can go to and listen to it. All podcast platforms are, are good now. Podcasting has been around long enough for these companies to give the people what they want. Some platforms you can check out are Podbean, Libsyn, Blueberry, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and Anchor. 
Anchor is free and can be done right on your phone. I personally use SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and Spreaker. And yes, I'm saying that right. Spreaker, not speaker, but it has an R. What you should look for is memory, storage, upload. Is it user friendly? Is it easy to share? Twitter makes it easy to share SoundCloud links. Don't forget to upload your podcast on YouTube as well. You can make your logo a picture, a video, and upload the audio to YouTube. You will need a video editor or a website such as Castos to do this. Personally, I stopped uploading audio-only shows to YouTube. I feel that I'm kind of abusing the platform, and on YouTube, they kind of don't want their viewers to leave their website. So it may even demote your show so people can't really find it as well. But this gives you an excuse to record video and upload it to YouTube. Maybe you can do like a Q&A on YouTube. This way people can go to both your YouTube and podcast for different content. I like to do kind of motivational videos and have kind of stock footage and texts. And then you see me speaking and maybe I'll do some nature shots or something like that. And I really enjoy doing that. And that's what I use YouTube for. Yeah. Uh, after this, uh, when you have your podcast platform, you need a RSS feed. I'm going to backtrack for a second. The reason memory and storage is important is because I have an ongoing podcast and I've checked out platforms where you can only upload a certain amount in the month and it didn't suit me. I have longer episodes and weekly episodes and I want my old episodes to stay up there so I needed unlimited storage so that's why I went with SoundCloud so back to the RSS feed this is vital to have on your podcast platform this lets you share your podcast on all platforms such as Apple Podcasts Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and much, much more. Pretty much everything. It's kind of complicated to understand until you, you understand. Not everyone uses the same app to listen to podcasts. So you need to make sure you're on all of them. You have to submit your RSS feed link to other platforms. It takes a little time, but it's well worth it. Look on all the websites, and they each should say something like Submit Podcast or Podcast RSS Feed. So the Apple Podcast is a big one to do. I believe it's called iTunes Connect, and you submit it to that, then it's on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and that feeds it to all over then I went on Stitcher, I went on Spotify, I'm already on SoundCloud. So it's, my show is everywhere you can think of. So that way if people, I, I usually ask people, well, if they ask about my show, I'm like, what kind of phone do you have? 
do you have a podcast app? And then I'll recommend a podcast app. Usually Stitcher is universal. It's on both. I really recommend that one. But if you're an iPhone or Apple, it's Apple Podcasts is what people usually use. And, yeah, a lot of people use different things, though. Like, I hear things I've never heard of all the time. There's this new new one I've never heard of that someone uploaded or shared my podcast on. I'm like, eh, I've never heard of that one. I'm not going to say the name because I'll probably say it wrong because I don't really remember it too much. So, the yeah, RSS feed, remember that. That's huge. Now, on to the equipment. Yeah. Equipment. What do you need? So I could go on forever on this because I've had a studio for a long time. I've done music for a super long time. So I'm savvy in the audio. So that was my advantage, and that's why I started a podcast, because, like, I kind of know what I'm doing. So you can start recording on your phone right now, just talking into the mic built in on your phone. You can also use earbuds with the mic. I recommend the ear... Well, you can use the the Apple... Was it the AirPods? Or you can use the one that plugs right into your phone, just the earbuds with the mic on it. And a Samsung or Android ones are good too. And you can, I've heard some quality shows on that. Not bad. It, it depends on what you want. One thing I do recommend though is to record in a quiet environment. Such as inside your car, not near traffic. It's great acoustics. Actually, a lot of singers would do this because the seats in the car wouldn't kill the the reverb and it wouldn't sound echoey and it would get a quality recording. Now, if you want a little bit better quality, you can pick up microphones for your phone. I have the Shure MV88, and that's a condenser. There's a difference between condenser and dynamic. I recommend dynamic microphones. They don't pick up every little detail. They are, you have to be closer to the mic. And the condenser is like, you need a super quiet environment and like you don't want any dogs barking or children running around or air conditioning, all that. But you get a different flavor. And each mic will suit someone different. So testing out mics are good, which is kind of hard, but yeah, uh, maybe listen to podcasts and find someone that has a voice similar to you and find out what mics they use. If you like it, you can get that. There's also the Rode video mic for your phone. These are two quality mics that are pretty affordable and you can do everything on your phone. You can edit everything on, a, on an app on your phone. They also make lav mics that clip onto your collar. Those are pretty good, especially if you're doing video. If you're recording on a computer, well, one, you need a computer. 
a microphone, and a software to record on. Audacity is free, or GarageBand if you're on Mac. I use Ableton Live 9 Suite. Other good recording softwares, or you can call them DAWs, D-A-W, are Logic, Pro Tools, Cubase, Reaper, Hindenburg, and Adobe Audition. I highly recommend watching video walkthroughs on the DAW or the recording software you use on YouTube. Know the ins and outs and hotkeys. Like seriously, take time and learn your software. It may take a while, but it's well worth it. You'll know what you're doing. You don't have to ask around or ask someone else to do it. Once you learn the basics, then you can look into VST plugins. So some softwares don't support this, like Audacity, I, I don't think. But some good sites are Waves and Isotope. Look for a really qu good quality equalizer, compressor, denoise, and deesser, and a mastering software such as Isotope's Ozone. Now, you can get this when you're more savvy in the audio realm. You don't need to start off with this. A lot of times, your software will come with mastering software and, and some of these plugins. Next, you'll need a microphone. You can use a USB mic or a mic with a XLR connection. That's XLR. If you use an XLR connection, you will need an interface to connect to. You can use Focusrite, Universal Audio, Zoom. I started with the Pro Tools M-Box. I don't even know if they sell those anymore. I have a Zoom H5 and a Universal Audio interface now, which is my, my little baby. A popular mic that is USB is the Blue Yeti. A lot of people use this. This is, I believe this is a condenser microphone, so it'll pick up a lot. So the closer you are and turn down the gain on it, the better. If you want to use an XLR, a popular mic is the Shure SM58. That's what I started on. Here's my starting setup when I first started. The Zoom H5 field recorder. Two Shure SM58s, those are the microphones, two mic stands, Ableton Live 9 Suite, Isotope Ozone, Waves Denoise, and Deesser. I used SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram to promote. Now here's my current setup I use right now. I use the Rode, Rodecaster Pro. This is like a mixing board. It records, it, hold, it supports four microphones, I can plug in my phone, I can uh, take calls Bluetooth, via Bluetooth on my phone and it, it taps into the, into the mixer board. There's buttons on the mixer board. I can program what I want the buttons to do with, for sound, which is super cool. It has a lot of different settings for your microphone, for what kind of voice you have, soft, medium, strong. You can have the big boom, big low boom on the microphone and have that, you know, that morning talk show kind of vibe. It's, it's super cool. And I think it's pretty affordable for what it is. It's not cheap. 
you have to spend a pretty penny. But for what it is, you get a lot of bang for your buck. So I definitely recommend the Rodecaster Pro. I use two Shure SM7B mics. Yeah, these are a lot on, these are industry standard. These are on the best of the best shows, radio talk shows and podcasts. And a lot of bands use them too. Two cloud lifters. These are just little boxes that send more power to what you plug into. Two Shure SM58s. So I have two 7B, SM7Bs and then the two SM Shure 58s because I have guests on my show. And if I want to want three guests on the show with me at the same time, I can do it and it sounds great. I have four mic stands. Ableton Live 9 Suite, Isotope Ozone, Waves Denoise, and Deesser. I also have a lot of furniture. I have two couches and two uh, lazy boy chairs. I have carpet. I have a computer desk with my computer and monitors and curtains. And I have canvas art on all, all of the walls. I have acoustic treatment. So that's like that acoustic foam. And... I created an environment that noise does not bounce around or echo. So really, really good for recording. It's kind of dead in here. That's what, what you want. Intro and outro for your show. I highly recommend this. Make it short and sweet. I, re I recommend making or having someone make your intro and outro. It lets people know it's your show, and it brings a sense of comfort hearing your show's music every episode. So really think about your little jingle. It can be real short. Don't make it too long. And yeah, every, every show has it. Every show on like Netflix has it, or every movie has it. So it's kind of a, a standard. And if you don't have it and you just start talking, it's kind of like, well, who am I listening to? Especially if you have a playlist on your phone and you're going through each show. It's like, uh, I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, make sure you state your show's name and your name. And you can say what you're going to talk about, then talk about it, and then repeat it, and then see you next time. Promote. Word of mouth. Tell your friends, family, coworkers, and potential fans in public. So who knows, the barista or something, you know, or you overhear something. Facebook groups, interact and offer advice instead of blasting your spammy podcast posts. People will see that you are a podcaster and ask you for more information. So if you're offering your assistance on something, it's highly likely if it benefits them, they'll click on your profile. And if you have it in your About Me that you have a podcast, then they're like, oh, they have a show. And, they, and if you're talking about it on your wall and they see that, it's highly likely they might click on it. And you might gain a new fan. Instagram hashtags. Create specific hashtags for your posts on Instagram that target your audience. 
So like in the search, I'll type in, who knows, uh, inspiration. Or if I have a, a specific episode, like, I don't know, say dating. And like go through the profiles on, on, on the profiles that post and see what their hashtags are, what works for them. And uh, you can even answer the commenters on there because the profiles could be so popular they don't have time to answer all the commenters. So you answer them. And they're like, oh, thank you so much, and check your profile out. That, that works a lot. You can purchase ads on social media. That's a tough one. But, yeah, you can do that. I've done it. It doesn't personally work for me, but a lot of people out there, it does work for. Contact local newspapers, radio stations, and news channels. Statistics. On SoundCloud, there's a way to check your statistics and see where your audience lives, which is super cool. So by using that, you can see what time you want to launch your episode. You know, if they're in California, they're three hours behind, so you kind of consider that. Or if they're in another part of the world. What episode is getting the most listens? What time of day people listen to the show? I have heard of better programs out there for statistics than SoundCloud. So I would recommend looking into that. So I'm going to leave you with a final thought consistency keep putting out your episodes a lot of shows out there may seem intimidating but they have been at it for a very long time like 10 years long time so they've been at it they've been grinding they've been going through different co-hosts they've been going through struggles and they keep it up since they're consistent they gain a following they understand their audience and they they cater to the audience. Give them what they want. Quality. Make sure you really know what you're talking about. Bring whatever you have to offer to the table. Don't just, like, try to be better every episode. Research what you have to do. So whatever you have to do to put out quality content. So sound, like, really good, too. Even with the cheap equipment, you could still sound good if you have to go into your closet and with a full of clothes and record in there. If you have to talk into the couch, in, in the car, if you have to wait for your kids to go to bed, whatever you have to do for quality. Passion. Bring passion to the show. If you have passion before you even start the show, Keep that passion alive. Know why you started the show. Don't do it for the money. Do it for the passion. Enthusiasm. So really mean what you're talking about. And you can get excited. You can talk about it all, like, everywhere you go. That, you know, bringing up this topic and then... Possibly taking all that information and bring it to the show. Listen to your shows to improve. So go back and listen and see what really pops out that isn't so good and what does work as well. Listen to other shows to improve that are 
similar to yours or even not similar and see what works for them. Work on not having dead silence on shows as much as possible. So if you're fiddling around and you don't know what to say next, you can edit that and get good at editing, but I recommend getting better at speaking. It creates a better show. And if you go on live, stop saying words such as um, like, uh, or any repeating phrase as much as possible. We all fall into that trap every once in a while. But in the beginning, it happens. I'm telling you. I said it a lot, and I do it in daily life now. I try not to say words like uh and um and like as much as possible. And the more I practice there, the more I practice on the mic, and then I become a better speaker, become a better listener to become a better speaker. And it just, it's awesome. Podcasting is a gift. You become such a conversationalist. It's insane. Own your mistakes. If you make a mistake, maybe you made a wrong statistic, you said something wrong, or you said something that might have hurt someone, you can come on the next episode and apologize or fix and correct that mistake. Or perhaps take the episode down if you have to. We all started somewhere. So remember that. My first episode, I had to re-record so many times. And still, I go back to listen to it now, and there's such a difference. I'm so much better now. Do this for the passion, not the money. I've said this before. If you're doing it for the money, then you're not seeing it, then you're going to give up. So do it because you like to do it regardless. If you do have success, you can launch merchandise, you can have sponsors, or you can even get on a podcast network, and you can make a little bit of money there. And I don't, I don't make much money on my show, but some shows make a good chunk of change. So... That's it for my crash course. If you do have questions, you can email me at perpessence at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Brian underscore Dussault. That is B-R-Y-A-N underscore D-U-S-S-E-A-U. That's where I am probably most active. You can find Perpessence on Facebook and if you find me on Facebook, Brian Dussault, feel free to add me. But I try to keep that more personal. But I do, I do not mind if you add me on there. So, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. And I'll definitely respond when I see it and have the time. So that is it, everyone. People were interested and they wanted this episode. It is different. But... I have guests that have been talking about wanting a podcast, and this is the ticket, everyone. Just do it. Just get on it. It doesn't matter what you have. Just do it. You can plan it until you're blue in the face. You can talk about it, but until you start doing it, it's not real. And I've been doing this for two years, and I am super proud. It's awesome. It's like... This is what I do. This is fun.
people. This is amazing. And once you create a habit, it's like your lifestyle. And this is my my escape. This is my therapy. This is where I learn. This is everything. All right, people. I'll see you later. Peace. Yeah, yeah.